You're listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and today I have an extremely very special guest. I'm here in Las Vegas with Dr. Patricia Ogilvie, and I want to introduce her in a way that's really, really important because at this meeting, we're really introducing a brand new product in the United States. And Dr. Ogilvie happens to be the first physician to inject patient zero with this product called Volux. Let me just give you a little bit of background, okay? She graduated, this young lady, from medical school in Germany and with a degree in um, also with clinical biochemistry. Uh, after completing the residency in dermatology, she went on in Switzerland and in Germany and had a postdoctoral research fellowship in the field of immunology and cell signaling. So I'm going to mention a little bit about that in a minute too. Um, in addition to this, she's in private practice in Germany with her husband who happens to be a facial plastic surgeon. They keep it all under one roof and her twin sister is actually a dermatologist also. And she opened up this private clinic called the Skin Concept in Munich. And it, that was in 2004. So since then, she's written a lot of papers and done a lot of really important things in the field of aesthetic medicine. And then also understanding what's safe and how to inject it into patients. And I think she would be the most unbelievably apropos guest. And I'm so thankful that you took time to do this. So let's start off with this. So give me a little bit of your background and how you started into the whole field of dermatology. But I want to make sure you understand that there's a nuance to it because you also have an interest and a study in cell signaling. So maybe you can explain it. I think my my original idea to go into dermatology as a clinician was skin is a great source to do research on. So my main driver was always science and research. And um, I, I happened to start uh, doing a thesis in biochemistry. Then I came into clinical dermatology mainly dermato-oncology back in the days and I also had the, uh, speaking of serendipity, yeah. I had the privilege to be um, part of the recruitment team for the first Botox approval trial in Germany which was for hyperhidrosis back in 1995. Oh, that's amazing. So, so she's like a pioneer in a many, <laughs> many ways. So it was back then that we did not even injected it for any aesthetic indications. We just had heard that in the US they start doing something for facial lines and wrinkles and we thought never ever this is going to happen in Germany. <laughs> no German woman would ever let us inject her face just to, to get, get rid of yeah, line. yeah so we i didn't foresee it to be fair so um, <laughs> and here we are yeah so th then i went back into research and i came back in into clinical dermatology and relatively fast after my my fellowship for um, um, cell signaling i opened my own clinic and i wanted to bring back this scientific approach to clinic dermatology. So um, we have kept that and with that we are doing a lot of clinical trials, approval trials in our... Well I can see that happening and again uh, Dr. Ogilvy, Patricia was up on stage all weekend pretty much to really tell all of us that have never really had an opportunity to use this product called Volux, how to do it safely, where to inject it and 
bringing your like years of experience with this product, how many years have you actually had to use? So this patient zero that yeah, you mentioned was, I mean, it was, it was coincidence. I was the first one that recruited the first eligible patient for the clinical trial. And so I injected the first patient. That was late um, 2017. So, um, so the, the trial ran from 2017 to end 2018, and then we published the data. They are published yeah. now in Aesthetic Surgery Journal, one paper for the 18-month data, and the other one in Dermatologic Surgery. So, um, and since then, I have gained experience in the clinical trial and in real-life patients. And that's so important because what Patricia was able to bring to all of us that were at this meeting is how to do it safely and how to take baby steps. I think is the way you kind of... I, I think there's always a sequence of events and as we know patients come in they know this is new so we cannot tell them I have experience with that because they know this is a new product how could you have experience right. so without having experience which is normally our backup plan when we do something and specifically surgeons I mean you know the more experience you are the better you become experience can, you can't can trump, trump experience right. yeah but um, the less experience you have the more knowledge you need to have about the theory of the product yeah. so for the time that you are gaining your own experience you have to replace experience with knowledge about the theory of the product and this is I think what I wanted to de deliver here just try to understand how this behaves right. refer to the data we have rely on the experience of others yeah. and just make as you said conservative baby steps and this product is really all about kind of giving that jawline and the chin some more contour to make it uh as everyone's calling it more snatched more clean all those lines and things that you hear on TikTok and instagram and everything else and with that i mean if if you create definition with an injectable filler it inevitably has to have a certain hardness of the gel and that of course is not as forgiving as a soft gel that can be just injected anywhere and you get away with it so uh, i think it, it's important to know that you should inject deeply as close to the bone sub, on the periosteum as possible and then then you you will get the best out of it with the least side effects you could have and having your clinic where your husband is a facial plastic surgeon i think again i always talk about this and i do think that a lot of times having a brand new product like this in the hands of someone that does facelifts and other kinds of surgeries because this weekend we also had a cadaver lab and things like that but you really can't substitute really understanding where this product should go and how to really make it look the best that it can because we don't want there to be any kind of problems with it especially when it's first being rolled out into the united states i think i mean you are a surgeon, you are not afraid of going deep through the tissue to the bone. Um, for people that don't work surgically, there is a notion that being more superficial is less dangerous, which is wrong, as we know. Right. Yeah, And um, I think that is very important to, to um, anchor in the mindset of every injector, that in that case, being really on the bone, knowing your anatomy, of course, is actually the safer way to deliver the best outcomes with this. And I, I think blending it into other things that we're doing with the rest of the face is gonna make a very smooth transition. Because for a while, 
we could do a lot of things with the upper part of the face, the mid face, but we really didn't have a lot of things to do with the lower part of the face. And I think that's the excitement anyway of why Volux is becoming such a popular thing to talk about. Absolutely, and the, the more professional we become to, um, to fix every problem in the upper face, the more obvious the, our deficiencies for the lower face are actually getting. That's yeah? true. So I, I hope the next step is a really good fix for, for neck and decolletage. Uh, oh, we are still be... waiting for that. Well, you're doing lasers and things like that in your yeah, clinic as well. Yeah, of course we do. Of right, course we right, do. Right. Yeah, and, um... It's all about blending the different opportunities and combining um, the modalities that you have. There was some more information that you were doing about patients uh, feeling about themselves afterwards. I wanted to just hit on that before we finish up. Because I thought that was, when I was doing a little bit of research, on Patricia and Dr. Ogilvy, I kind of stumbled onto this, which happens to be one of my favorite things to talk about with patients. So I wanted you to bring that up. I mean, at the end, we all know we can measure as much as we want if the patient is not happy with the result, if they don't feel confident with what we have delivered, right. um, they won't come back and go for it again. Yeah. Right. So what ultimately makes them happy is this boost of confidence we are right. we are not in the beauty business we are in the confidence we are in the self-esteem exactly. business much that's more exactly than anything right. else that's beautifully said i think that's a perfect way to end this i want to thank so much dr patricia ogilvy for coming on board with the plastic surgery revolution stay tuned because we're going to post this and send you some pictures about what the whole weekend looked like thanks very much thank you thank steve you. for having me it was a great honor thank to you. be here thank, thank you so you. much thank you bye-bye Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.